Um, that's a great way to transition uh, to this week's email of the week. And I believe that email came from my man, Brian. If I'm mistaken, if I'm not. Yeah. Is this Brian with a I or Brian with a Y? Brian with a Y. Oh, like you read their names? Yeah. Is he black? He might be. You never know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, he's definitely black, obviously, with the question that he asked. Okay. Uh, okay, let's Brian from Oakland, California. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you. Um, his question was... Oakland is getting gentrified, bro. He might be white. Nigga! Screaming. <laughs> How does one survive being the only black person in a white workspace? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I, think, I think a white person asked this. Because a black person would know. That's true. We already do know. Exactly. Um, sometimes, because this is my first instance of being in, like, a corporate setting, per se, mm-hmm. and I've been out of school for years, so, um, I'm learning every day, uh, really? about different things, yeah, um, I will say my company culture is cool, but, you know, there's just cultural differences between different races, and it's just normal, so, I think, um, I don't know, my advice would be, if you're trying to survive in the company culture, is to be direct and honest, it is to keep a paper trail, it is to you're shaking your head, but you don't know what I mean. I haven't got the sentence no, no, out. Um, what I mean, direct and honest, is like don't let people hurt you at work. Like if they're if you feel like something's going on, I feel like the best approach is to you know set a conversation, keep a paper trail, cover yourself, and just really separate separate your personal from work. Like don't put too much of that into it. There's it's weird because I think it's a different. You said this is a male. Mm-hmm. I think there's a different experience to Between. speak to, yeah, black women and black men right. in the workplace. So maybe my advice is not going to sail as well with him. But I do know that you can't completely separate separate work from personal in a way because if you aren't participating in certain things, it looks like you're withdrawn. Now it's a whole conversation of like, do you want to work here? There's a lot of elements to it. Yeah. Um, but what I'm learning is, you know. You really have to stay on your on your P's and Q's and your toes. It's a fucking tightrope. I've been the only black person in a white space for more or less the entirety of my uh, academic and uh, professional life. So, um, it's a fucking tightrope because you got to be yourself, but you can't be so much of yourself that it makes white people, it makes your environment uncomfortable. Does that make sense? That reminds me of that, that TikTok. Yes. No, it's exactly it. It's literally that. I can't be I can't be the nigga I really am in this workspace. I can be a version of my nigga self, but I can't be the full nigga that I am. I can't tell you everything that I'm really fucking thinking. I can't share with you my real fucking thoughts because as that nigga said in the TikTok, I have nigga thoughts. I make nigga observations. Oh, yeah, that's TikTok, definitely. I cannot <laughs> talk, speak my nigga mind in He's a non nigga, nigga space. space full of you non niggas. So, <laughs> sure, so bro, so at, there's a certain level of authentic, uh, authenticity that you have to reach and, and, and idle in. Like, you can't, you gotta stay in that space. Where, like, okay, nigga, I don't go to work and feel like a fucking fraud. But once you find that space, you can't be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, these are my friends. These are not your friends. As much as people want to try to think it, your coworkers are not your fucking friends. All right? That's not how, the, that's not how that game fucking works. Mm-hmm. 
Like very seldom. Okay, let me let me let me back it up because I see faces were made. Very seldomly are your coworkers your friends. Okay. These are friends by proximity. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're only cool with these niggas because you sit close to these niggas. But the moment you're not sitting close with these niggas, you'll never talk to them again. Okay. So treat them as such. They are honoring associates at best. Which means you discuss very vague weekend events, maybe Game of Thrones from Sunday to the week before when that was a thing. But like, you're not discussing many heavy details about your life with your white coworkers. Okay. Your nigga life don't matter to these non-niggas. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. I think in my, my workspace, I mean, I've been in a lot of Zoom calls or offices where I'm the only, not only only black man, only black person surrounded by white women, white men. And it, it is a, it's a unique challenge. And especially for my field, my field, I work in social media marketing, where it is assumed that the voice to behind all of uh, any type of brand on God's green earth should be voiced by a white woman or unfortunately a white man. Um, I have sat in rooms where they have made tone deaf social media posts. Next thing you know, there is horrible backlash behind it. Do you speak up? or do I you do. Not? I have to. Because you do, but they'll like move forward with yeah. it. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, I have to. Sometimes I, I have to stand up and be like, hey, this, this doesn't sound right. Well, yeah. Now, as, as a person who's been in this space, like one time, I'm not going to name the company I was with. I ain't going to do none of that. But Could've it was a, it was a uh, Columbus Day post. I'm like, guys, let's think about this. Columbus Day is not really the day that we need to be celebrating because this offends a lot of people. Not anymore. Uh, group like we gotta let's not post this you know we're gonna be offending Native Americans we're gonna be come on and they still posted it got hella backlash had to delete the tweet I'm like yeah but the tweet is already screenshotted and on BuzzFeed or wherever yeah I'm like bro this this is what I've said like we gotta acknowledge these things and then also in my in my time when a something is trending on black Twitter who do they come to yeah, like, Kimmel, what do you think about this? Like, you're the voice for black people. Yes. It's, but that's, I have no choice due to the fact that I'm, that's what, that's what I was saying before about just predominantly white spaces in general. You're not, that's not going to be the, the first time. It won't be the, yeah. Like, and like, it's not just social media that somebody's going to come to you and ask you a technically cultural, you know, culturally relevant question to you, yeah. but it's a culturally inappropriate question from them. Yeah. It, it's going to fucking happen. You know. But. What I'm saying is, you can't be so much of yourself. Where you, you see, what I'm saying like that happens on where like that shit don't happen again. You can't chop a motherfucker off because now you're that person in the fucking off. You see, what I'm saying like you can't be so much of a nigga that you put white people off. And unfortunately, like as much as black people don't want to hear it, in those spaces, there's only so much nigga you can be. I think that I've ever seen a black person like debate that. I think they just debate the fact that it fucking sucks. Yeah. But like they're, they're not saying they're not. I mean, no, but I'm just saying like nobody ever is just like, oh, you you can be your whole black self in these ways. I've never heard any black person say that. They just like talk about all of the microaggressions and the trans- transgressions in their workday and how much it's ass and how we shouldn't have to be in these spaces where we don't get to have our own space in a way. So I do get tired of code switching. Hey, 
should be tired. Oh. <laughs> I feel like it's the most. I've literally worked jobs. I've worked with a lot of small black businesses. I've worked a lot of like, you know, atypical jobs um, where you get a lot of different life experience and work experience. And I can tell you that working in a space where you have to speak a certain way and you have to, like, you you have to second or third thought like, should I say it like this? Mm-hmm. It is the most like mentally exhaust mentally exhausting thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I have worked jobs where I've worked twelve to sixteen to twenty four hours straight. And that didn't take me out nearly as much as having to sit and like, you know, be composed in a certain way. It's absolutely draining. It is. So to your to your friend's um question, um, he will learn day by day. That's just a challenge. I do it. Um, because, again, I feel like being in, in white, like, it's different, too. Like, different companies are different. Like, mine is pretty chill and pretty cool. Like, there are some things across the board that are true. Like, we know that we can't, you know, just spill our life to our coworkers. We, that's all true. But at the same time, like, mine is more lax than other companies. Like, I may be able to get away with some things versus, like, another person. So, I can't really give that advice because I don't know what company it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I could go to a happy hour and be okay and everything is... I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm just saying, like, I'm just not in my, I'm shaking my head in my own personal experiences. But that's my point. So, yeah, we have yeah. varying experiences. No, like, no. my, you know, they have different little, like, the office. <laughs> when it was open, I think we closed for a little bit. But they have, you know, little fun things. They have balls around. They, you know, it's just, like, that type of, like, chill culture. Yeah. Whereas, you can maybe crack a joke or laugh a little bit in between your, your calls or whatever. But somebody else's company... They maybe can't wear um, jeans and crack a joke, and it's more serious. So, like, my advice is really not going to pass the same. Yeah. So, so me, me personally, I, I would advocate for this, and this is going to sound crazy, but if anybody that thinks it's crazy just thinks about it for a second, they'll, they'll agree with what I'm saying. You got to go into that corporate office and find the most appropriate blackest self that you're capable of being that does not offend the populace in the room so like find the whitest version of yourself that will not offend anybody in the room and go with that what do you mean by that so and and I'll I'll, I'll use another example to kind of bring the point home so I know a uh, a young lady that was in a corporate office full of dudes. Did not give a fuck about sports as a whole, but felt like she had to watch sports to better participate in what was going on in terms of the office camaraderie with everybody else in the room. So she had to, again, that's not who she typically was, but she had to, well, I won't say dilute, but she had to find that thing and then learn about that thing so that she could better participate into the, you know, I'm sorry, she can better integrate into what that office is. So back to what I'm saying is you got to get, you got to go in an office and find the, the most comfortable person that you can be that does not bother anybody in the office. You see what I'm saying? Like whatever that version of yourself is, but you got to, you got to find it. And you gotta fucking go with it. But, like, you can't be... Just keep in mind, your whitest self is never gonna be the whitest. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm Whatever just saying, like, whitest like, self means. Molly from Insecure. 
Okay. Is a, is a good example of it, right? You remember when old girl came to her office and was being a nigga? Yeah. And she was like, I, I really wish you would be less of a nigga, basically. Like, you know, like, and then Molly's boss went to her and said, can you get her to be more like you? Yes. Molly is, she not, she's not white by any means when she's in the office, but she is a black, she's a, the whitest version of her black self that she can be that her superiors and coworkers have no issue with. It hindered a lot of her, the other parts of her life, though. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. But what I'm it's saying is, is from, from from a corporate perspective, that shit put her in places that that other chick that was being too much of a nigga wasn't gonna get. So again, I don't, I, I'm, I know how it sounds, but I'm saying Molly is a great example of it where you gotta find. Or shit, even 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 Kelly to some well, we didn't really get to see her in, in a corporate setting too often. But like, even Kelly's self was like, you could tell she was a different person at work than she was, you know, you know, with her friends or whatever case like that. And so I think like that's the difference. Like you gotta find a digestible version of yourself and then present that version because that's what's gonna allow you to move and operate within that space. Mm-hmm. But under zero circumstances do you become the full nigga that you are that you are with your friends. Because, like, that's that's not going to get you to where you fuck you think it's going to get you. It's too much nigga. I just feel <clears throat> learn your workspace, adapt to it, and trust nobody. Yes! That's these are not, and I made sure I said it, these are not your fucking friends. Yeah. <clears throat> trust no, no one. Don't go in there. These are not your buddies. These are, you know, don't go in there get, and stop getting drunk around white people. These are the same people that draw dicks on their on their siblings' heads and shit. These are not people that you want to be intoxicated around. Fair enough. Work or not. Fair enough. <laughs> well, Brian, I hope we answered your question, but you know, obviously. Brian is taking notes and really trying to dissect what just happened. Yeah, don't, you don't, know, don't trust the white people. You, you just just adapt. Understand your workspace. Adapt to it. And just yeah, your your intuition will tell you how to do yeah. for anything in life. Like there, we can give you all the advice in the world, but you're gonna pick up on how your office is, and you'll adapt naturally. You'll know how we're to adaptable move. people. You'll know how to move. But I think it's a gut thing. Like when you walk in, you're like, okay, I can't be. That's too far. Yeah. Okay, I need to bring that back a little bit. Like like but like that's what I'm saying. Like you gotta find that line and then ride that fucking line. Like walk that tightrope. Yeah. But like you can't. Niggas get too comfortable too quick and like, you know, slip up and say the N-word at work. Now you're in fucking HR, you know, because like, that's not fucking, that's too comfortable. That's true. Devon said nigga. Oh shit. Well, that nigga's got to go to HR. Like, you don't get to check that. Like, so yeah, nah. Don't trust him. All right. Well, 